You're listening to Purpose Inspired, a podcast series by myself, Wayne Visser. This season is based on my book, Sustainable Frontiers, Unlocking Change Through Business, Leadership and Innovation. Unlocking Change Through Stakeholder Engagement. Moving social media beyond a marketing channel. Of course, sustainability reports and ratings are not the only communication channel for business. Many companies today use social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram and many others, as a broadcast outlet for building their brand and conveying messages to interested parties, typically those that like or follow them. According to the Future of Stakeholder Engagement report by Brunswick, When business experts were asked what will be important in five years' time, 73% said monitoring social media channels, 60% noted mapping online influences, and 46% thought creating online panels to share information. However, Bill Bauer, co-founder of Sustainability Context Group, believes the accountability 1.0 mode of one-way proclamations, campaigns and PR communications on Web 2.0 platforms is already outdated. Instead, accountability 2.0 requires two-way communication, cooperation and mutual engagement with stakeholders. One first step is for companies to analyse content on social media platforms, such as the so-called Twittersphere or blogosphere, to find out the unsolicited opinions of their stakeholders. Fractal Analytics, for example, uses patented technology to determine what stakeholders are saying on social media about a company's social, environmental and product performance. However, this analytical approach is just the start. Organizations are also tapping into crowdsourcing and crowdstorming processes. Even here, though, much of the crowdsourcing applied to date has been as a marketing tool, adopting Web 2.0 technologies to extend existing modes of brand communication and customer engagement. In fact, 53% of corporations are now using social media in this way to augment their reputation preservation and crisis communication function. Matthew Yeomans, founder and editor of Sustainly, believes crowdsourcing needs to be saved from becoming a stale marketing tactic and instead embedded into the working DNA of the company so that it can change and influence the whole organization. The real power of crowdsourcing should come from the volume of information, ideas and opinions it opens up. In addition, just as the value of user-generated content becomes more effective when curated and packaged by professional editors, crowdsourced ideas and actions increase in effectiveness when shaped around an identifiable business goal. Engagement is already happening and it will become far more interactive. Some organizations will continue to have more robust conversations with their stakeholders online. Looking to the future, stakeholder interaction will be driven by the pressures of pluralism, the importance of continuous and frequent communications and the need for information on demand. 
In a sense, the playing field has been leveled, giving stakeholders the opportunity to initiate and drive the conversation, which in turn will drive greater openness. Companies that previously demanded full control over communications now have to play by entirely different and contradictory rules of the game. According to the Sustainability Reporting at the Crossroads report by Utopies, 9 out of 10 experts expect public criticism through online social media to increase in importance over the next 3 to 5 years. Think tank consultancy Sustainability observes that companies need to get comfortable with losing some control and allow conversations to evolve unedited and some companies will benefit from unfiltered commentary and feedback from advocates and critics. Honesty, transparency and candor are even more critical online. The new social technologies, media and networks promise or threaten depending on your viewpoint to transform the reporting landscape. They will accelerate and deepen conversations between business and its current stakeholders and potentially bring totally new people and interests into the conversation with dramatically powerful information and intelligence at their disposal. Broadcast is out. Dialogue in. Kevin Petrie, Chief Procurement Officer for Nestle in North America, reminds us that in the digital world, everyone has a smartphone and they want to know where things come from and to share that information. This represents a promising approach as it has the potential to elevate sustainability reporting from a rather managerial closed shop and one-way company-controlled exercise to a more stakeholder-driven process, providing a variety of mechanisms for dialogue, feedback, interactivity and customization. One interesting case in this area is the My Starbucks Idea website, where Starbucks does its business crowdsourcing. It has been actively engaging customers for years by encouraging them to submit ideas for better products, improving the customer experience, and defining new community involvement, among other categories. The company regularly polls its customers for their favorite products and has a leaderboard to track which customers are the most active in submitting ideas, comments and poll participation. The site is a crowdsourcing tool, a market research method that brings customer priorities to light, an online community and an effective internet marking tool. My Starbucks idea, though hardly a perfect model of crowdsourced action, observes Matthew Yeomans, points to what is possible in terms of better business when companies open up about the challenges they face and seek advice from parts of the community they would never have thought to consult in the past. It demonstrated some success, but also had to counter criticism that their crowdsourced idea platforms are hampered by inaction. Growing use of crowdsourcing as a stakeholder engagement tool. According to the Crowdsourcing and Social Media Report by Weber Shandwick, KRC Research, 
44% of corporate sustainability managers say they have used crowdsourcing to help in decision-making on how to tackle issues. 83% see the potential in crowdsourcing technology and 95% found it valuable to their company. Crowdsourcing, which emerged from thinking on the wisdom of the crowd and wikinomics, is made possible due to Web 2.0 technologies, which allow participation and aggregation of the views of large numbers of people. While there are celebrated examples like Open Planet Ideas and Futurescapes, where crowdsourcing is used to create innovation, known as crowdstorming, it has attracted the most interest as a stakeholder engagement tool. According to the Future of Stakeholder Engagement report by Brunswick, four in five communicators believe their organization will be doing more stakeholder engagement in five years' time, and crowdsourcing may be the perfect tool to respond to that demand. Crowdsourcing creates networks that enable people to act together in new ways and in situations where collective action was not possible before. It is likely that the killer apps of tomorrow's mobile infocom industry will not be hardware devices or software programs, but online infrastructures that facilitate relationships among enterprises, communities and markets. Sustainability managers believe the value of crowdsourcing is that it surfaces new perspectives, builds engagement with key audiences, invites clients and customers from non-traditional sources to contribute ideas, and brings new energy to the process of generating ideas and content. These benefits have become especially evident when companies can select an expert crowd to engage with, as new platforms like Converted allow. Hence, organizations can tap into the crowdsourcing or crowdstorming process selectively, as a complement to existing business practices. Explaining how it works, Thomas O'Malley, founder and CEO of Converted, says, I can press the button and I'm going to be launched into a think tank of some sorts with these 10 people who've already been pre-vetted and we're going to engage for a short period of time to solve my problem. Unilever is one of the companies that have been experimenting with crowdsourcing. Unilever first launched its sustainable living plan as a sustainable living lab, a 24-hour continuous discussion to bring together different stakeholders from around the world to address some of its most difficult challenges in, in the journey towards sustainable growth, including sustainable sourcing, sustainable production and distribution, consumer behavior change and waste and recycling. More than 2,200 participants from 77 countries took part in the Sustainability Lab forums to discuss ideas, develop solutions and share good practice in four key areas of the supply chain. Although almost 4,000 comments were posted during the lab, one year later the exercise was repeated. A separate campaign, Project Sunlight, was launched which was an ambitious effort to raise consumer awareness about sustainability through the company's leading brands. It's too early to say just how successful Project Sunlight will be in educating and shaping consumer behaviour, 
but the pure scale of Unilever's focus on sustainability marketing and the potential of social media to ignite a movement will make more than a few other chief marketing officers sit up and take note. Transforming the power of connection into the power of collaboration. Many companies have used Web 2.0 as a means of communicating, understanding their stakeholder needs and responding to their concerns. However, the real power of crowdsourcing type technologies is not in consultation but in collaboration when groups of people who share a common vision can link together to make change happen. For crowdsourcing to be an effective part of social business, the crowd needs to feel that its views, so assiduously courted by the corporation, turn into action. One online collaboration can take many different forms. For example, Blah Blah Car connects drivers with empty seats to people looking for a ride and is the biggest European car sharing community. Karma Yog in India allows the public to blow the whistle on bribery and collectively put pressure on government officials to stamp out corruption. Things.info pools information about the production, usage and recycling of products to improve our social and environmental footprint. By far the most popular form of online collaboration, however, is via social media. The Sustainability Social Media Index reports that nearly half of the 475 global publicly listed companies they analysed have social media channels or campaigns dedicated to discussing their sustainability or CSR efforts. Just four years ago, only 60 major companies were using social media for sustainability. Twitter is the most popular and easiest to handle social media channel for most companies. Increasingly, companies are also experimenting with Pinterest, Instagram, Tumblr and others for storytelling, as well as looking to LinkedIn to provide thought leadership. Apps and interactive games also provide useful content outlets and create a more interesting experience around sustainability and CSR topics. Although internal, crowd-like approaches to creativity and idea generation, such as jams, idea marketplaces and personal entrepreneurial projects, may increase the scope for exploration and flexibility inside companies, they are qualitatively different from and fall short of the full capability of external crowds. By contrast, Bicot is an example where crowdsourcing is used as a collaborative action-oriented tool. Bicot enables consumers to scan barcodes on packaging to uncover details of the product's corporate family tree and allows consumers to join user-created campaigns to boycott businesses that support questionable practices. It is possible for consumers to join user-created campaigns which include a list of companies to avoid or support in order to achieve a goal. When a person scans a product barcode, the app traces the ownership of that product to its top corporate parent and cross-checks it against the campaign commitments a person has made. Founder Ivan Pardo states, For me, it was critical to allow users to create campaigns because I don't think it's Bicot's role to tell people what to buy. We simply want to provide a platform 
that empowers consumers to make well-informed purchasing decisions. Hyperconnectivity makes responsiveness more possible. In the coming decade, 2.5 to 3 billion more users could be connected to the internet. Most of this growth will occur in developing economies. The rapid growth of social media and user-generated content will undoubtedly continue apace, to the extent that by 2025, more than 1.8 billion people will move up into the global consumer class. The leading agent for connecting these billions of consumers will be mobile computing devices, particularly smartphones. As our technologies make hyperconnectivity the norm rather than the exception, we all have the potential to be citizen activists. We can vote using social media to make our opinions heard instantly through Twitter or Facebook or any of the other online platforms. But the ubiquity of online networks also means that we are overwhelmed by content and flooded with requests to participate in everything from games and surveys to webinars and think tanks. As a result, we screen out or ignore many invitations to engage. Technology alone does not create constructive engagement and collaboration. Awareness and participation invariably count enormously. Each day, millions of blog postings are written and hundreds of thousands of videos are uploaded onto YouTube to be shared, liked and commented on. Twitter has over half a billion accounts and over 200 million tweets a day. Communications expert John Miller and Lucy Parker describe this as the age of conversation. Perhaps the best example of collaborative conversations is the Wikipedia model. Wikis grow because enough people care about them. They die if the converse is true. The chief challenge facing intermediaries that have created online stakeholder engagement platforms, therefore, is getting people to show up beyond the initial novelty phase. After this, it is even harder to promote continuous participation. Charles Arthur from The Guardian points out that in internet culture, the 1% rule is a rule of thumb pertaining to participation in an internet community, stating that only 1% of the users of a website actively create new content, while the other 99% of the participants just lurk. A variant is the 99-1 principle, sometimes also presented as the 89-10-1 ratio which states that in a collaborative website such as a wiki, 90% of the participants of a community only view content, 9% of the participants edit content, and 1% of the participants actively create new content. Despite these challenges to engagement, according to the Rethinking Consumption Report by BBMG, Globescan and Sustainability, Two-thirds of consumers globally are interested in sharing their ideas, opinions and experiences with companies to help them develop better products or create new solutions. Of course, if contributions are undervalued or there are limited incentives, then interest will waver and participation will suffer, resulting in fewer contributions and ultimately disengagement from the platform.